The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Today on Crawl Call, we've counted down lost hits of the 80s and Motown's greatest hits, but now our musical playlist special is back from the dead. We're offering up the ultimate soap song playlist with some songs you may not even have known were so closely tied to daytime drama series. What songs made the list? Well, tune in tomorrow to find out. Or, spoiler alert, you can listen right now on Crawl Call. Everybody, welcome to a very special edition of Crawl Call. It is the type of show that you all look forward to. It is one of our music countdown shows. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. Now, in the past, we have done lost hits and favorite hits of the 80s with Orfe and Andy Carl. We were joined by stars of Motown the Musical, the first national tour, Patrice Covington and Jameson Scott for our favorite Motown hits. Now, we're going to a completely different direction. This is based upon your feedback, and if you want to hear other music countdown shows in the future here on Crawl Call, please head to crawlcall.com and weigh in. We go through all the email, and we take these things into consideration. We are going to... I'm not even entirely sure this is a, a category that anybody's ever done before. We are doing favorite songs from soap operas. These are going to be songs by artists who were on the soaps and performed them on the soaps. They will be songs that are associated with soaps. There's a lot going on. And of course, when we talk about soaps, we think about really only two places in the whole world. We think of SoapCentral.com, my baby for the past 20 years, and we think about probably one of the best-known soap magazines in the world, Soaps in Depth. We are joined by friend to the show and, for the first time, a music show, Richard Sims. Richard, you are finally part of one of our fun little music countdown shows. I know you must be thrilled. I have been dying to be part of this. When I listened to the Motown one, I absolutely, it was my, it was like my favorite show that you've done. Wait, let me rephrase that. It was my favorite show that you've done that I wasn't on because of course the ones that I'm on are always, always my favorite. But well, yeah, I love this. I'm so excited. I was so glad when you asked me. Of course they are. We are, of course, doing this show because I am somewhere in the world. I'm like Carmen Sandiego. I am en route, as the French would say, possibly, from Los Angeles back to the home office in Philadelphia, having covered the daytime Emmys. I am talking that way because we're recording this before the daytime Emmys, so we have no idea where I am, what happened, if I was arrested for red carpet hotness for my great Burberry outfit. Who knows? But Richard, 80 songs, Motown songs... And now, soap songs? That sounds like three things that really don't go together. 
I would disagree because you're going to find that some of the songs on this list are from the 80s. Uh, I don't know that any of them would technically be considered Motown, but we've got a couple of different styles represented. Um, you know, the question I really have, though, is if we don't know where you are, do we know where I am? Probably. I would say that there's a better chance of knowing where you are because you have 10,000 Twitter accounts, some of which you will mention right now. Read them off. How rude are you? Dispatches FTC, Mellow Mickey, Soaps in Depth ABC, Soaps in Depth CBS, among others. <laughs> the ones that we use for our own personal benefit that no one knows about. Now, the secret spy accounts. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, well, again, you have so many accounts that if you don't tweet for at least a day, people will start to be concerned. I, on the other <laughs> hand, you know, pop in every now and again on the Twitter machine. I schedule some of my tweets ahead of time, so it could be months before anyone knows that I'm missing. I'll know. Well, you'll know. You mentioned, though, that we have a lot of different genres of music, and in fact, we do. We have jazz, we have country, we have R&B, we have pop, we have another jazz song, we've got some 80s just sappy wonderfulness, we have a rock song... The first song, though, Richard Sims, is one that we had to arm wrestle in a vat of chocolate pudding to decide who would get to use it. Now, I won because you were too busy looking for a special utensil to eat the pudding, so I got, <laughs> I got to use this song. You know what it is, but the folks at home don't, so I'm going to give a couple of hints, and we'll see if they can figure it out. This is a song, Richard... That hit number one in October 1979. It sold more than one million copies. It was featured on a daytime drama series in a way that you don't necessarily think that you would want your song associated. If that isn't enough to get your, your wheels over there turning... I think it's probably obvious there's very few things that can happen on a soap that you wouldn't want your song associated with and this is one of the famous most infamous of those in soap history the final clue as that was sampled for the song hypnotized by the notorious big okay so maybe there's some folks who don't listen to rap music they don't know what that is my final clue richard is this is by an artist who is the only person in the history of music to top the Billboard Hot 100 with both an instrumental song, which is what we're going to be talking about, and a vocal song. The vocal song was This Guy's In Love With You. It was a hit in 1968. It was by Herb Alpert. Richard, everyone should know what the song is now. Why don't you tell them what it is? Well, honestly, what you should have said, what you could have done was be like, okay, I'm going to give you one clue. It's going to be one word. That word is rape. What's the song? And everyone would be able to guess that it was Herb Albert's Rise. And this will probably get a rise out of people. It's interesting because, as I was saying, you know, I don't know as an artist that you, well, first of all, there are people who probably don't want soaps to be associated with their songs in the first place. That's a totally different issue. But this is... Luke and Laura, you think, oh, what a fairy tale couple. It's amazing. So many people watch their wedding. And then you realize that this is a song that is associated with Luke raping Laura. Uh, not exactly feel good. And it's worth mentioning that we actually had a conversation about 
you know, we didn't want all the songs to be from any one show. We wanted to try and spread it out. And, you know, General Hospital, maybe more than any other, had several entries in this because even when you look at Luke and Laura, you know, we could have also gone with uh, Christopher Cross's Think of Laura, which mm-hmm. is, um, which many people think was written for the show and was written about Laura, and it really isn't. It was just a, it was just a coincidence that, they, that he happened to have a song called Think of Laura. Um, but that was also a song that, that, that we considered. But I think in the end, we both realized that you cannot possibly do a music from the soaps uh, show without Rise. Well, you can all think of Lara if you'd like, but in the meantime, we're going to be listening to Rise by Herb Albert, a number one song in October 1979. That was Rise by Herb Albert. We are back with Kroll Call's special Songs of Soaps edition. I'm joined by Richard Sims. Richard, your first choice is a song that I didn't realize was even from a soap, and I wasn't even really aware that I knew this song. 
it's from a movie. It's from Ice Castles that still is a movie that probably no one has ever heard of. So what is this song that people need to know that you picked? Okay, well, first of all, I just want you to know that um, that my boss and friend, Dawn Owens, uh, the executive editor of Soaps and Depths magazine, just probably took out a hit on you for even suggesting that people didn't know what Ice Castle was. <laughs> because... Yeah. because I assure you that long before it became a, a associated with a particular soap couple, she was sitting in her young, her young teenage girl room listening to this song and and being moony eyed. Um, it was actually written by Barry Mann and Cynthia Wilde. Performed they're um, amazing. Originally by what? They're amazing. The two of them have written some amazing songs. I, you know, I don't, I, I did know, not know that until I began sort of researching this. Um, there's also another version that, interestingly, is done by the Partridge family. But the version that we're talking about was done by, uh, by was done by Melissa Manchester. And it is um, really, ask any, uh excuse me, ask any fan of The Young and the Restless and they will immediately tell you that this is the song that associates, that they associate with Victor and Nikki. Um, the song, it, they've done a great job, maybe more than, I really think maybe more than any of the other songs we're featuring today. This sh- song has been used over and over and over for, for decades, literally decades for this couple. Um, you know, ask any fan of The Young and the Restless and when, whenever the show decides that it's going to flash back to the many, you know, weddings or traumas uh, and do a montage for Nikki and Victor, this is the song they, well, they darn well better be playing because it's the song everybody expects to hear. And um, like I said, I, I think that it's probably got the most longevity as being connected with a show or a couple um, you know, Rise is, is a wildly famous song, and it certainly is, is instantly associated by millions of people with General Hospital and with Luke and Laura. But it's not a song that, you know, they didn't 20 years later use it for Luke and Laura. <laughs> you know, they, 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 it, wasn't, it wasn't like, hey, let's, let's, let's break out the rape song again. Whereas with, with Victor and Nikki, this is a song that is, it's their go-to song, and it's, still is to this day. Well, I hope that the fact that I didn't know about Ice Castles, I hope that Dawn at Soaps and Depth isn't crying out loud. Uh, whatever. It's a Melissa Manchester joke for the kids out there. In the meantime, let's take a look through the eyes of love by Melissa Manchester. Shut 
If that wasn't your sappy 80s type song, Through the Eyes of Love by Melissa Manchester, I don't know what is. I'm Dan Kroll. I'm joined by Richard Sims of Soaps in Depth. We are looking at some of our favorite songs from Soaps. We've heard a jazz song. We've heard sort of a vocal standard pop song. We're now going somewhere, Richard, that um, I didn't think we would be going on any of these shows. I am not really a big country music fan, but there was a period in the 80s where country music was sort of pop music, and I don't know that if you didn't know that it was a country song, you would think it was a country song. You just think, oh, it's a pop song. It's on pop radio. My song, let's see who can guess this. It's, I guess if I say this, it's going to be automatically right out there, but it's a country song that was performed by an artist who appeared 
on the soap in question, and the song was the theme song for that soap, uh, probably up until it was canceled. 1987, it went to number four on the Billboard country charts. Hopefully, it won't make your brown eyes blue. Richard, it's Another World by Gary Morris and Crystal Gale. I like this song. It makes me think of Another World, and that makes me happy. I have to agree. And it's also a song that, um, a couple things associated with it. When I think of Crystal Gale, I think of long hair. Yes. You can't help but think of, I mean, her hair went down to, like, you know, below her buttocks. Uh, <laughs> and for some reason, because Another World, one of the, one of the characters during the years that this, uh, that this song was used as the opening credits, one of the last people we saw in the opening credits was uh, Victoria Wyndham's character, mm-hmm. Rachel. And while Rachel wasn't particularly known for having long hair, she also played the character of Justine. I am on record as being the only person that I have ever met in the entire planet who loved the character of Justine and who loved the, the, the doppelganger story of Rachel and Justine. And Justine had long hair. She reminded me so much of Morticia Adams from the Adams Family, and that may be where it all comes from, but somehow that all connects for me. I don't know if it does for anybody else, but it does for me. And in story, Crystal Gale played herself, and she was almost killed off by a serial killer. How can you kill off Crystal Gale? Again, that would definitely make your brown eyes blue, wouldn't it? I would think so. I would think so, too. (laughs) So, you are my way to another world. Let's take a listen to Another World from 1987 by Gary Morris and Crystal Gale. I've always seen myself as a reckless gambler Risking all that I had whenever I
we are going from the country music capital of the United States off to a far, far away land over in the UK for our next pick. I'm Dan Kroll. We are doing a soap song countdown here on Kroll Call. You can find more soap information on SoapCentral.com or you can go and check out Soaps in Depth magazine because we have Richard Sims, the executive editor, here with us. Richard, we're coming up to your next pick. So far, we have not duplicated soaps. We had a GH song, we have a Y&R song, we have an Another World song, and now we're going to a completely different soap. Tell us, which soap are we going to first? Well, next we're going to Days of Our Lives. Um, And again, Days of Our Lives is a show that, like General Hospital, there were several songs uh, that were in contention, and maybe more than one made it, but this is our first song to have made it. Uh, This actually is from an episode that aired in 1984. Uh, It was... A, a very big turning point, and it became associated for a lot of people with a couple, but it's worth noting that more people, I'll be honest, while I, and again, I should also mention this is also another song that's on Owen's Love because she was a huge couple, uh, she was a huge fan of this particular couple, um, but it was, for many people, it's not associated with a soap or a couple, it's associated with the movie Flashdance, mm. uh, not, fl- uh, no, Footloose, I'm sorry, Footloose, it's associated with the movie Footloose. In the movie Footloose, it was part of a tractor game of chicken. Two people riding on tractors playing chicken, which, unless I'm mistaken, might be the only time that has ever happened in cinematic history. But in June of 1984, it was used to... Hope Brady was about to marry a bad guy. She was about to marry... uh, Oh, well, she wasn't Hope Brady at the time. She was Hope Williams. And she was about to marry Larry Welch. And all of a sudden, in comes Bo, and he takes her, and he carries her off, and they and they, they leave. And as they're leaving, this song, Holding Out for a Hero, by Bonnie Tyler, blares, and it became, for many Bo and Hope fans, one of the couple's signature songs. I'm not sure if it's the biggest signature song for them, uh, but it's certainly one of the signature songs. Surprisingly, this song only got to number 34 on the Billboard charts in 1984. But you know what? We love it anyway. So let's take a listen to Bonnie Tyler's Holding Out for a Hero. And in the meantime, you can hold out for at least three more songs coming up later in the show. Let's take a listen now to Bonnie Tyler.
are back with our Soap Song Countdown here on Kroll Call. I'm Dan Kroll. I'm joined by Richard Sims. We have, for the most part, been stuck in the 1980s or 1970s. I will tell you that my next pick for songs that are our favorite songs that have been featured in soaps is the most recent. In fact, it's the most recent by probably 20 years, <laughs> maybe more. Uh, that's interesting. This is a song from 2008. And uh, if you heard earlier in the show, Richard, you were mentioning the fact that back in, in this soap heyday, a lot of popular songs, current songs at the time, were featured in soaps. Then there was a period of, I guess, probably in the 90s where the revenues were dwindling and the if you had a choice between paying an actor or you know doing a set or paying for licensing for a song it was going to be doing the other stuff and not really worrying about the contemporary song so that was really a surprise then when in 2008 we had a song by a very popular R&B artist used on All My Children. It was even used in the commercials to promote All My Children, which I'm sure they had to pay extra to be able to do that. But when you are reuniting two of the most popular characters in a soap history on a particular show, maybe even universally, everyone knows Jesse and Angie. I think even people who didn't watch All My Children knew this. So, when Angie thought that Jesse was dead, found out that he was alive, saw him riding away on a train, and then later came back and appeared in a puff of steam from a steam engine, this song by Alicia Keys played, and I have to tell you, it probably tugged at the heartstrings of just about everyone. Again, it was a, a really current song. It is Like You'll Never See Me Again by Alicia Keys. More than anything, it was the number one song for 2008 on the R&B charts of all the songs submitted. And for the 2000 to 2009 decade, it was number 10 for the entire decade. So you're talking this is a popular song. I would like to think, Richard, that Angie and Jesse had a little something to do with this song. But... I mean, you have to think the, the lyrics like you'll never see me again uh, because tomorrow is, isn't guaranteed. This is one of those things that a lot of people in love probably think about. They don't want to think about the idea of, of losing the person that's the love of their life. I remember. It, it's funny. I would have told you when you first told me what song you were doing, I couldn't tell you that I knew the song. It wasn't until you mentioned how it was used with Angie and Jesse, that it instantly became clear to me. And that just shows you, um, that really does show you how powerful the link between some of these songs and the imagery that played on the soaps at the time was. Much like with Luke and Laura, you know, you hear Rise, and mm -hmm. if, you're a, if you're a soap fan, you hear that, and you can't think of anything else. Same thing here. I couldn't have told you the song, I couldn't have told you the artist, but as soon as you did, I'd summon up that exact moment that that song was played. I'd like to think, you know, uh, All My Children has been canceled twice now, but I'd like to think that somewhere, every year on their anniversary, that song is still playing somewhere for Angie and Jesse. It has to be, and if it isn't playing for them, it is playing on Alicia Keys' album, As I Am. Get out your hankies and remember... Angie seeing Jesse and after what 20 years of thinking that he was dead they were finally reunited getting a little teary-eyed right now it's like you'll never see me again by Alicia Keys if I had 
Are you done crying? Are you sufficiently dry-eyed? Well, I hope that you are because we have... I don't think we have any more sad songs coming up. This is our Kroll Call Soap Song Countdown. Even though we're not really ranking anything, we are picking some of our favorite songs that have been featured in soaps. I'm your host, Stan Kroll. I'm over there on the SoapCentral.com website doing all sorts of soapy things. Somewhere at the moment, I'm probably doing something related to the daytime Emmys. I don't know because I'm not clairvoyant. We're recording this show ahead of time. I am joined by Richard Sims, who has his last personal pick... And he also breaks the chain of not duplicating soaps. Richard, why couldn't you find a song from a soap that we hadn't talked about? Well, I probably could have found a song about a soap that we haven't talked about. But Nutter is uh, there amazing. Are certainly, there are certainly many, many songs that we, you know, tossed about and considered. And, uh, and, and there were songs. I actually, one of the songs I considered was... Um, a breathe or a breathe in the the theme song from Passions. I oh. love that song, and that was that was definitely one that I considered. But I, anybody who knows me, anybody who follows me on my various social media platforms, knows that one of the things I am obsessed with is opening credits. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt like you couldn't do a, a countdown of soap. We keep saying songs, but really we should say music because the second one that we're including that isn't actually a song, it's an instrumental. Um, this comes to us from all, April, when most of us became familiar with it, although it existed a little before that, was April 1st, 1993. Now, we just came off of General Hospital's 52nd anniversary. Uh, but this goes back to General Hospital's 30th anniversary. Now, that in and, in and of itself is crazy. I mean, we are mm-hmm. talking about a show that's been on the air for 52 years. We're talking about a show that the piece of music we're talking about right now debuted, you know, 32 years ago. But this was um, Wendy Rich had taken over General Hospital as an executive producer. And one of the first things she decided to do was to change the opening credits. She wanted something new. She wanted something sort of fresh. And uh, what she ended up doing was, excuse me, using the beautiful, gorgeous piece of music, Faces of the Heart by Dave Cause. And it debuted on that anniversary, at April 1st, 1993. Uh, it's, it's a piece of music that, to be honest, to this day, I miss. I, yeah. You know, I'm not a big fan of the current... Uh, every time the new credits come on, the credits that are currently being used, they're so short and they're so, like... Uh, they've got that sound almost like a teletype in the background, and it just makes me think action news starting now, you know. Uh, uh, but this, if you remember, this was the period when not only were they using the theme song Faces of the Heart, but it was a beautifully, uh, it was graphically a beautiful opening. Yeah. We had the, 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 the font was gorgeous. It was, a, it was sort of a red mist over the hospital. We had the faces. We had mm-hmm. action shots. Uh, it just all came together to make one of the most memorable openings uh, in in soap history. It's from the 1993 album Lucky Man by Dave Koz. And if you, this is the part of the, the show where someone has to sing, since this is also the first music show that we've had where we don't have actual singers, I'll be the one to do it. There were two versions of this. There was the open. Shut up, Richard. There, were, there was the opening credit version of Faces of the Heart. That was, do, 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 really fast. And then there was the closing credits back in the days when they used to show them where it was really soft and somber. And it was do, 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 do. 
So it was really slow. It's worth noting yes. that the version used in the opening credits also, uh, as opposed to the current version where we have like an action news sequence, it actually sort of felt like um, it was tied to the hospital because it started with a heartbeat. It started with a heartbeat. You know, it kind of went boom, 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 boom. And then the music began. Boop, boop. Well, my pulse is rapidly increasing because I'm so excited to hear this. We're going to listen to Faces of the Heart by Dave Cause, starting now.
back with our Cruel Call Songs of the Soaps. That was Faces of the Heart. We heard six songs so far. If you are just joining us, I will recap very briefly. We have Rise by Herb Alpert, Another World by Gary Morris and Crystal Gale, Like You'll Never See Me Again by Alicia Keys. Those were my picks. Richard Sims, who is hovering in the background of Soaps in Depth, has picked Through the Eyes of Love by Melissa Manchester, Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler, and Faces of the Heart by Dave Koz. We have time for one more song. This is a song like the first one with Rise, Herb Alpert, that we sort of fought over. But for this one... I kind of think that we had to include this song because, A, we both agreed to it. B, this is someone who has been a guest here on the show back when it was Soap Central Live. And I really like this song. It was featured on Days of Our Lives, so we're doubling up on on Days. It was by, for those of you who still don't know what it is, the singer of this song appeared on the show as a fictional character. The song was performed on the show... It's Friends and Lovers by Gloria Loring and Carl Anderson. Richard Sims, what do you think of this song? Obviously, you must love it because we both picked it. I do love it. I also think it's iconic. I think think a lot of the music we're playing today is iconic, but some of it is iconic in ways that it's not only for um, the self. For example, Holding Out for a Hero is an iconic song. Everyone knows it. But it might not necessarily be because of, uh, of, of Days of Our Lives. What's interesting about this song and I did not know this, again, until I started um, preparing for this show, was it was actually done as a duet for the soap opera. It was done for the show. And it wasn't released until almost a year later. When it was released, it became wildly popular. But when it first was performed, it was done specifically for the show, which I think this is the only song on our countdown that that's true of. Well, it's funny that you mention that because when I interviewed Gloria, she talked about how this song became part of Days of Our Lives. So in something that we've never done on a musical countdown show, let's take a listen to what Gloria Loring had to say about Friends and Lovers. From the time I first heard the song, I was complaining that I was never going to have a hit record. And again, here's this this idea that we participate in creating coincidences. And my associate producer, Beth Milstein, on the show, I was, you know, she was my go-to friend to complain to. (laughs) She was so compassionate. (laughs) And I said, I'm never going to have a hit record because I'm a white female in her 30s and rah, rah, rah. And she says, wait a minute, wait a minute, how could it happen? And so I stopped doing the negative, and I started thinking of the positive, and I said, well, I'd have to find a great song, and maybe if I sang it on the show and people really liked it, if the writers liked it, they'd use it for a storyline. Well, everything that I daydreamed about that day with Beth came true, including by the next morning... Beth, because I had put that idea that I'd have to find a good, really great song. I, that idea was in her head. She went to a production meeting. She was with the other producers, and they mentioned a song that had been sent in that they thought was really good, but they weren't sure how to use it. And she brought it to me the next morning. Well, it was Friends and Lovers. And the minute I heard what the end of the first chorus so I'll be your friend, and I'll be your lover. And I went, oh, oh, that's a hit song if I ever heard one. And I started singing it, and the writers loved it, and then they decided to work it into the Shane and Kimberly storyline, and, and, but every major record company turned it down. It took a year 
to finally get it released, and by the time it did, because we had 10 million viewers back then, mm-hmm. it shot up to number one and number two, actually went to number one in every major market in North America. Um, so wow. it, here was my dream. But you see, I had participated by instead of saying, oh, it can't happen, somebody turned my head around to say, well, how can it happen? And I started to think positively and look at the energy that put out to Beth, who then, you know, heard that, about that song. I mean, everything unfolded exactly as I had, had, had those ideas for it. It's kind of amazing to me, Richard, that Gloria said every major record company turned down that song. And it's a song that got to number two on the pop charts in 1986. Why are people hating on Friends and Lovers? It's a great song. I mean, yes, it's an 80s sort of sappy ballad, but I mean, it's a hit. 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 But I can see how I mean, it is. It is sap on a stick. It really is. I mean, I love it, and I hear it, and I just, you know, and, and you sing along, and you melt, but but I can understand from a record label perspective, you know, you've got this woman coming to you from a soap opera, and, and sort of, it, it, nothing associated with it would make you think hit, and it certainly, like I said, is just, is just incredibly sappy. What's interesting is, while it was performed by her, while it is known, you know, as being, um, I, I would... And I, I almost feel like you could call it her signature song. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that everyone associates with her. But it was not a, a song that was used for any of her relationships on the show. It wasn't used for Liz's relationships. It was actually Shane and Kimberly's mm-hmm. theme song. Well, it's... I guess the other thing that she's probably known as, maybe more than this song, is being Robin Thicke's mom. Richard, I want to thank you so much for dropping by and counting down or recalling or whatever we want to call it some of our favorite soap songs. This was a lot of fun, and I think people are really going to love this show. I have to agree. It's been kind of like this weird uh, acid trip without the acid through our soap opera <laughs> musical past. You know, just you know, it's one of those great shows where you never know what the next thing is going to be. You know, what are they going to pull out of their butts next? And we've, I think, I, I really want to thank you so much for having me because it's been an absolute blast. It's sort of like a soap. You never know what's going to happen next. Except in this case, we will be back next week, May eighth. 2015 with another episode of Crawl Call, but we're going to leave with the song that we've been talking about, Friends and Lovers by Gloria Loring with Carl Anderson, number two song in 1986. Thanks for listening, and listen to our other music countdown shows for 80s and Motown in our archives at CrawlCall.com. We'll see you back here next time. What would you think if I told
Just 